right. Well, you know what that music means, don't you? That means it is 6.01 and 46 sevens here at the Radio Free Brooklyn clock. RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, which means you're about to start listening to Sitting with Jan Luca. And sitting with me is Dr. Lisa. If you have ever had the privilege of listening to Radio Free Brooklyn at 2 p.m. on a Thursday, you will know Dr. Lisa, who has a uh, wonderful therapy show. She uh, has people on her couch and and analyzes them and cracks them, uh, cracks them and makes them or, or allows them or entices them to spill out their innermost secret. So Dr. Lisa will be my guest here with you till 7 p.m. And I have to say thank you, Dr. Lisa, for sitting with me this uh, Wednesday. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. This is awesome. <laughs> Because because you're an artist, a performance artist, we should say, not a real therapist, but we can... I'm a, I'm an, I'm a non-licensed therapist. A non-licensed therapist, yeah. We'll get to that a little bit, what we mean later. But tell me a little bit, um, for those that have not listened to your show, tell me what it is that you do. Because you also do it in art galleries and you do it in performance spaces. <laughs> There's well. a bunch of forms, but what I basically do is I'm a self-proclaimed psychotherapist. I've been doing this since 2001, and I have uh, interviews that are sort of psychoanalytic. I use psychoanalyst, you know, jargon, and I try to get people, I try to really get them to open up, you know? Uh-huh. So so when when was the first one you did? How long did you say? One? I started out by doing... Um, Psychotherapy, it was like a conceptual art project right. in 2001. I did psychotherapy and audience volunteers on stage. That's how I got started. And, okay. Where, 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 where was that? On a, on I a... was at uh, Here Art Center, and then it moved to Fez, and I had an article in the New York Times after I'd been doing it for like a year. I hadn't right. ever performed before. I mean, it was it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. I mean, you are actually famous for this. Am I? <laughs> yes. I don't think so. <laughs> well, you just... <laughs> Well, you just said you were Maybe in the New York. Maybe you make it. Well, well you just said you were in the New York if Times. If everybody, I mean, look, please. if everybody was in the New York, everybody who'd been in the New York Times would be famous. That would be like, you know, I mean, come on. But anyway, I, di- I have done it. Yes. I've done it a long time now. I know a whole lot of boat be uh, a boatload of people that know you and have seen you do it. Whenever really? The, yeah, whenever there's a Bushwick Art Fair or something, you're out. Uh, once you're out on the sidewalk doing it with your couch, and people would stop by and uh, and uh, lie down and. Uh, yeah, I've done it out in public. I did a show on Friday for the Bad Theater Festival, a Brick Theater shout out. So that was fun. That was good. Okay. Yeah, I like doing it. I like doing it. So, so what were you doing? What were you doing before that? Well, I mean, I have been an art director most of my adult life. I sort of quit, flunked out of it about eight years ago. So I've always kind of had like a side thing as uh, I make visual art. I'm really actually very involved in that. Mm-hmm. I just did a show, a, a installation of um, with a sex doll who made paintings about being a stripper. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just do like different things. I don't really, you know, I'm not going to tell, I'm not going to lie and say like I'm making a big living on this. I'm busy. I'm busy. <laughs> what do you want? Living? What's a living? Oh, yeah, right. I, What's a living? I, 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 
just got to get as far as existing. I, <laughs> I know, existing. Well, I, I just make an existence. I'm just lucky my husband lets me sleep in the apartment with him and share sandwiches with me, really. Yeah, that's always a good start. <laughs> it's so great to have him. <laughs> well, we should, we should give a shout out to Phil, actually. because <laughs> I, For it, tolerating me. For, well, well, for tolerating, too. Uh, but also, um, um, Phil did a wonderful book on Woody Guthrie. He did. And in the period that he was in the, um, in the asylum in uh, Staten Island, wasn't it? No, no, it's no, in wait. New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. Greystone Park, but you can get it on the Woody Guthrie archive. So yeah. Woody, Woody Guthrie Foundation is a really, really special mm-hmm. foundation run by Woody Guthrie's daughter. And uh, I can't say, it's a real family organization. The archives are now in uh, Tucson, T- Tulsa, Oklahoma, in a museum. And Bob Dylan's supposed to be putting his archives in there as right, well right next yeah, to it it's yeah it's a really yeah, big yeah. deal yeah uh well well for, phil will i hope be a guest will be sitting in your chair at some time in oh, the yeah. not too oh distant he would future. love it yeah yeah no i'd love that i, I could talk what you got three all day and, and all i could night, get rid so. of phil for now i yeah. love this idea <laughs> yes i'll charge you <laughs> i'll charge I'll ch- you no problem i'll charge i'll charge <laughs> whatever you. it costs i will charge you ba- i will charge you babysitting fees what what whatever it costs i'm there whatever a high-end babysitter gets that's what the cash please as long as he's in a good mood after okay he'll be in a good mood afterwards but anyway i don't know know. (laughs) so so how what how did you come up with this concept well what well, it's sort of like this really passive aggressive um uh, uh like maneuver to therapists because um you know I do conceptual I did conceptual ideas shit and uh art art about ideas and I just had this idea that um it would be really funny to do therapy on stage and I'd been in therapy like my whole life since I was 18 and I had enough experience group all these different kinds of therapy. And so I just thought, well, what the hell? I'll try it. And I actually rented a theater and did it twice on my own. And I got a videotape and then I got in this festival and then like, you know, kind of, it kind of, it, what happened was actually, to be honest, was it got a lot of attention because it's a really interesting idea, I think, but I didn't have any performance chops. Like I learned performing all by being on stage and being on stage like from day one. So, um, oh, so so your first time was the first time on stage for you? Yes. Ah, no pressure. Yeah, and I was in my mid forties, so I was like, I didn't think about it. I didn't think like, oh, I'm ready to perform now. <laughs> right, right, right. Because if you were an art director, you were what in a room painting or, or sculpting? No, or? no, I never did. Um, what well, I was really into being an art director, but I my career wasn't going very well. Well, well, so. well what? Is, sorry, let me cut. I don't mean to cut you off, but what no. is an art director? Art director in advertising. So you come up with the ideas. And you make the ads, the visual aspect of the ads. So you pick out the typeface and you design them and you hire the photographers. And so you come up with the ideas and you make the ads. So it's very conceptual, which is what I was interested in. Um, But I wasn't doing very well in the business. I mean, I worked, I made a living at it, but I was really neurotic. I was not the right person. You got to be a salesperson. Not, I was like, oh, I'm not good enough. They hate this ad. I'm not very good, which works well. So anyway, so, uh, but in the meantime, 
Um, I had a lot of problems with depression. My father had depression and I'd been to like a lot of therapists and I just had so many bad experiences with them. And I was furious at therapists and uh, still am to, there are good therapists. Uh, There's no regulation in the business though. And uh, in the therapy business, like there's no Yelp for therapists. Right, right. And, um, so I just had this idea that it'd be really fun. I actually had the d- idea for like three years. And to tell you the truth, I was on a train coming back from visiting my parents in Philadelphia. And I was talking to this young woman who was pursuing a career as an opera singer. Uh-huh. And she inspired me to do something about it. And then I rented the theater and the rest is, you know, that's what happened. The rest is history. history. <laughs> Phil, Phil sent me, I remember we were driving there. We got a bunch of beer and I invited friends. It was free. And um, Phil's going, why are you doing this? What it, what would it, what, tell me again, why are you doing this? <laughs> and, and your answer was? Um, I want to do it. I don't yeah. know. I was mad at him for like, I want to do this. Shut up, you know? <laughs> well, that's as good as answer uh, uh, as any. I guess we're going to take a, a little uh, uh, a musical interlude because uh, I got a few songs about therapy. Oh, I'm very excited to hear this. I'm going to start off with a great, the late, great, legendary songwriter, Guy Clark from Texas. He passed away uh, two or three years ago. Um, uh, A genius songwriter. And uh, this is him uh, called Doctor. Good Doctor. I was feeling real depressed, I was feeling real low down I just felt so bad that I could not get my butt up off the ground well, I was moping around the house, and I was bumping into walls I was crying at the Andy Griffith show, and I was snapping at the dog I was starting to fear for my sanity Could not find my ego with both hands So I decided professional help was the only hope for me So I called up this number which I'd gotten off TV They said, are you having marital problems? Are you emotionally impaired? Are you sure you're being followed? Are you just scared of being scared? Well, if so, you better come on in and have a little talk with the doc So I did Said doctor, good doctor, I got trouble on my mind now Listen to me doc, I don't have too much time I got a feeling down inside me and it will not go away You know it hangs on and bangs on my soul every day When doctor, good doctor, I'm grabbing at loose ends And I hadn't felt like I used to since I don't remember when Yesterday got past me Today is all the same And tomorrow really scares me Man, I just can't play the game He said, quit whining He said, straighten up and fly right He said, life is not a piece of cake You want to know if my insurance is paid out I'm okay and you're okay if the check's okay 
second best hundred dollars ever spent. Oh, the late great guy clark i sing that song all the time i love that you song. Do. That, that, that's my go-to song to sing because it's in my range and it's short and sweet <laughs> and funny <laughs> it is it is i'm i'm so psyched to get exposed to therapy songs yeah i've got a few yeah. Sarah therapy songs i'm okay and you're okay if the check's okay <laughs> is, is that how therapists are uh yeah well you know the they always say paying them as part of the you know part of the therapy oh, paying you know, them pay, as part of the therapy but there's right. so much variance you know some get the money right away some of them let you pay them later some you know there's so much they need to be regulated they need to be regulated yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know what i wanted to tell you i wanted to tell the story about how i had to supervise your show the first time oh, and what on. it was yeah. like for me what oh. do you think i think that i think your listeners need to know what it was like all right to supervise yeah, all right. Yeah, I have no shame. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't even remember, actually. I remember so it oh, well. Remember? Okay. So here's the thing, guys. I don't know very much about music. I don't know how to work the board very well. I just do a talk show. So I got Gianluca, who has like deep knowledge of an experience and radio experience and knows so much shit. And I have to supervise his first show and I don't know anything. So I go in there and I'm like totally intimidated by him. And he's just as cool as a cucumber. And like, I feel like you were, you were like, you knew a lot more than me, but you were still like trying to find your way around. And you know, when I started thinking he's going to complain about me, (laughs) And then I was thinking, this guy has absolutely, like, I can't believe I'm on your show because after I left that day, I was thinking, this guy is really talented because, you know, some people are, you know, I've supervised a bunch of first shows and you never know what you're, you know, we, what I love about the station Radio Free Brooklyn is that we train people. I didn't know anything. You don't have to know anything about running a radio show to get a show here if you're smart. Right. So... Um, I just thought, like, I didn't, you know, I just thought that Gianluca, I thought he would have no respect for me. I thought, oh, God, this guy's Bam. never going to talk to me again <laughs> after this. He thinks I'm a moron. <laughs> Far from it. Oh, doctor. And you were so, ta- so you don't know. Wait. And then he gets on the, he gets on the mic and I'm like, this guy's like a super professional. Oh, God. Holy no. shit. Oh, how Holy much do shit. I owe you? I, no, I've only no, got you $10. can't take it. You can't I've, take it. Take I've a compliment. Take a compliment. Thank you. Yeah, Take but, a compliment. But I've only got 10 bucks on me. I don't care. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll slide it. I'll slide Look, it across you didn't, the table. You didn't tell you didn't tell Tom that I sucked, that I no, didn't know how to work you were anything. Wonderful. No, but it was really you, funny. You, 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 you sat there and, and I said, Well, how do I turn the music? I said, Oh, I don't know. I've never played any music on my show <laughs> ever. I said, Well, is this the, t- the button to turn the music? He said, Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I, I just kept remembering saying, I can't believe they put me just on to supervise your show. They put me on to supervise your show. I'm really sorry. I mean, I just can't believe they did that. It worked. But wait, wait, you said something. I was intimidating. Please explain, Dr. Lee. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, I like that. What is well, it you know, like I said, I mean, I've, I'm, you know, this is the only radio show I've ever done. This is the only station. So I don't even, I don't know a whole lot. And like, you know, you get on the mic and I read about you beforehand to learn about your show. And I was like, oh, this guy fucking knows radio. He knows what he's doing. And then when you got on the mic, like you were just like, 
you know, there was no like startup time or no getting used. You just like right into it, like way on top of it. Just way. I was like, this guy, man, I can't believe Radio Free Brooklyn. We must be doing well. We got this guy who's like a professional. A professional. Oh, my god. No, goodness. but you knew what you were doing. You me. knew it. A you professional. You called me a professional. How dare you? I'm like, <laughs> Well, it is it is relative to the Radio Free Brooklyn hosts, but I, I've been many, I, I've been accused of many many things, but I don't know if professionality well, is one. Well, of you them. were on time today. You know what I learned here? Here's another thing, listeners. What I learned from, about Gianluca today, he prides himself on being on time. I do, and I think that's a pretty low bar for having your shit together. But I'll give it to him. What do you think? He prides himself on being on time. Maybe he never makes his bed. Maybe he like doesn't actually take a shower. But the guy is fucking on time. Yeah, and, and, and I will. And I will have. Well, I start off really well and then fizzle out. I start off being on time, which is on a on a high note, and then I just fizzle out as the uh, as the hour progresses. So Jan Lucas' self esteem is now. This is what I learned as a therapist. Jan Lucas' self esteem is based on is all about him being on time. It is. It is, it is all about me. It's, it's, it's start well and then fizzle out. <laughs> Doesn't want to have high expectations. In case you've just tuned in, you are listening to Sitting with Jan Luca here at Radio Free Brooklyn. Sitting with me is Dr. Lisa. Yay! Uh, Thursdays, 2 p.m. And definitely listen to her. She has a wonderful array of guests and really like cracks into their souls. Well. Yeah, I mean, I I try to get them to cry. That's all. And my whole goal is. Hey, I'm going to invite, invite, invite. I'm going to invite you. Also, I'm going to invite you, listener, to uh, to a really cool event we're having here on the 27th. 5 p.m. is the start time. Uh, uh, 12 p.m. End time is 12 p.m. Wait, that doesn't make... Oh, oh yes, it's two hours. Sorry. Okay. No, it's no. 5 to 12. It starts at 5. It's over at 12. 12 p.m. That's that's two hours. Is that right? <laughs> no, no, doesn't no. it start at five in the afternoon and yeah. goes to midnight? Oh, it should be midnight. <laughs> yeah, well, they put p.m. It should be eight. <laughs> Bad mistake. Yeah, that didn't make any sense. Because it wasn't done by a professional. Yeah, well. So, so all they right. confused you. All, all right, Dr. Lisa, you just called me professional, and I just unwound it in just well, don't, like don't, one minute. That, I unwound don't, my professional. Don't forget it's coming from me. Don't take it too serious. Don't take it to heart. Well, I'm the one saying it. Well, it's clear that I am no longer a professional. But anyway, <laughs> it's a really cool. It's a Radio Free Brooklyn Fall Music Festival in Sunnyvale. And the venue is 1031 Grand Street, Brooklyn. Admission is $10. Advanced ticket price, $10. Uh, and if you want more information, RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, Fall Fest. And what it's about, oh, I'm just going to read it straight out, actually, because it's cool <laughs> as hell. Um, it's, 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 it's first ever music festival. Come enjoy seven hours of live music, food, food, I like that, yeah. that's always a good one, and an array of local vendors of East Williamsburg venue in an East Williamsburg venue, Sunnyvale, which is located 1031 Grand Street. Attendees will enjoy performances from Bad Citizen. Oh, cool. Uh, something's been rubbed out. Oh, Zocta. 
It's been very badly written in handwriting. King, <laughs> Terminal Fury, King Tyrant, Holly Venture, and King to Burn. Uh, but but please come and support us. We really need your help because here at Radio Free Brooklyn, our lights <laughs> flicker. We are actually Radio Free Brokeline. <laughs> and a bunch of demented people. And a bunch I'm of going people. though, are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll definitely. be really fun. And Sunnyvale's really good. Do you like Sunnyvale? I have not been to Sunnyvale. Really? Yeah, it's a really cool place. So, I'm surprised. So I, 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 will, I, will, I will put it to this. I love meeting listeners. So if you do come, and I suggest you do, because it's going to be great. And, and again, we need your help. If you're listening to this, we, we really need <laughs> You just need, need, all, all need the, help in we, general, well, I need help Gianluca. In I need help you in need other. help. You've got to come and help him out. <laughs> Folks, help Gianluca. Um, this uh, is really to help him. <laughs> if, if, if you come, I would I would love to meet you. And the way, the way to find out who I am, you look for the handsomest person in the room and ask him to point me out. That's how you find out where. <laughs> Where I am. Um, okay, so anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play another song. Actually, um, I'm going to play because we had Guy Clark uh, doing uh, doing Doctor Good Doctor, and I have a friend, uh, a friend. I have an artist called Lindsay to put. Oh, what's happening here? No, I don't know what's happening here. Ah, well, this is live radio, radio, ladies and gentlemen. So it means that uh, things don't always run smoothly. I try. That's because you didn't get the right direction from me on that first day. That's no, what happened. Well, you know what it is, Dr. Lisa, is that um, if things run too smoothly, people are going to think this is all pre-recorded and I know, assembled. you're right. And, and I don't want that. But here is a song by Lindsay to Paul called Doctor, Doctor.
Lindsay to Paul here at RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. 26 minutes and three seconds past six here. And you are listening to Sitting with Jan Luca here at Radio Free Brooklyn. Sitting with me is the great Dr. Lisa, who has a fabulous show Thursdays, 2 p.m., that you should definitely tune into. And uh, thank you, Lisa, for sitting with me. I'm very, very excited to be here with us. So, uh, somebody who I thought was professional, but but you know what? You were right. That was an overreach on complimenting you as a professional. You, you could turn that phone off, by the way. Really? Are, I yeah, thought yeah. you were a professional. Just 30 seconds. Yeah, go on. I, I, I thought, well, that was 24 seconds. Oh, okay. Oh, well, Jesus. Oh, Don't boss sorry. me around. I'll... I know what I'm... Stop it. Sorry. You called me professional once and it I just know, went I to my head. I know. I made such a fucking mistake. <laughs> I, the reason I thought you head. were a professional was because it was in the first 20 minutes that I spent with you where you seemed to know what you were doing and I knew nothing that was going on. So, you know, I attributed that to your profession. Well, like I say, I like to start start, start off strong <laughs> and then fizzle out slowly <laughs> or, or sometimes very, very fast. <laughs> I know we're going to wind up in some territory here that we don't want to. Yeah, probably not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not do that. Because we're colleagues, man. We are colleagues. We are yeah. Colleagues, if I flirt with you, it'll be sexual harassment. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cool. I could make a billion dollars or something like that. Be on the front <laughs> well, page. Well, you'd have to. You, there's not enough money either in, in my bank account or this radio station's bank account. Yeah, and no one really cares. Well, how about a dollar 75 cents? No, and I don't even, have. Even... I would have to have a real history of sexual harassment to really make it work oh, really? worthwhile. And most people, like the other day, I had this guy. Um, oh, I was supervising another show this week, and there was like a nice guy as the guest, and I said something like, "Well, maybe you should take his picture for the show. He's cute." And then the um, guest, the host who was learning, said to me, "She goes, well, he's married." And then all of a sudden, I started thinking, "Was that really inappropriate?" That I said, yeah. "Was that inappropriate?" So I just said, at my age, I think I can say that. You know, I just think like, well, he's not thinking. I'm grandma. He's not thinking, you know, whatever. (laughs) I'm married too, honey. Hey, uh uh, you you actually have a degree in psychology. Don't I do not. You? Oh, you don't? Wait, I thought you, wait, oh, oh, did I not see, well, go on. No, uh, no, no, so you saw one, but that's part of my act. My oh. act is when I introduce myself, Um, I do have a laminated on wood, like one of those major wood diplomas. And I say, when I got it, it used to say Bachelor of Fine Arts, but I Photoshopped that out. And now it says Masters of Clinical Psychology. Oh, very sure. And that's the truth, because I'm an art director. I scanned it, right, but, right. and then I had it laminated on a big wooden plaque. So, oh. so I do have a forged, I have a forged degree, yes, for Ooh, real. That's called a shingle, right? <laughs> yeah, that's my shingle. <laughs> 
I don't have a shingle. <laughs> Why are they even called shingle? That to me is the most disgusting thing to to, to sounding thing that you'd ever want to put on your wall. Shingle. Well, it reminds a, me of the disease. That's definitely oh disease. Well, I was thinking outhouse. Doesn't oh, yeah, outhouse shingle kind of work together? Well, that's well, what well, I think. Yes, of. but neither of those things bring bring good things to the mind. Where? <laughs> so. Well, that's what I'm saying. These psychotherapists are 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 are, are, are you know a false business. They're a they're a hoax business, yeah. hokey business. So, what's your secret of getting someone to open up? Ah, uh, secret. I know. I think this is really, this is what I think. I think I actually, I think because of my own childhood, I actually really care about other people. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a really tough childhood and I think that, um, I think, I think I actually want to make everything okay somehow or care about people. And I think that, um, I am, uh, somewhat trust i i don't think i inti- i think i'm the opposite i i think that i am very unassuming and i think and i think i genuine genuinely and um unassuming i i'm very gullible if, if anything mm. and so i just think that uh people will talk to me now you have a a, a very come hither to personality which probably is is the what the strength of a therapist might what do you be, mean right? by what do you mean by that well um come hither is in approachable approachable in, so yes. approachable talkable to like non-threatening like i won't i'm not judgmental i won't right. nothing you can say will particularly make me run from you nothing you can say will will go make me go you know what I mean? There's a, there's, a, and that's just a vibe. That's not something you say. Well, no, it's just no. You, you have a vibe that you're easy well, that's, to talk. That's to. good to hear. I think that could be because I always felt I was the youngest. My brother's three years older, mm-hmm. and my parent, you know, my parents were older. <laughs> right. And I think that my family was sort of crazy, but I was the youngest. But I always felt kind of like the host because I think I was always in this situation of letting people know, like everything's fine. I know they're kind of crazy but everything's fine. Oh, okay. So I think I was like the host. I think that's why I'm a radio show host, because I was the host of my family of these crazy people and just acting like everything is normal, even, no yeah. matter what's going on. Well, well, everything <laughs> is normal from our own perspective. Well... I mean, when, 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 when we're in weird families, we don't know that it's weird, really, because we don't have any... Uh, any other anything else to compare with? So it's just uh, natural. Yeah, absolutely. And I also think that when everything around you is crazy, you don't know you have a you you have a hard time defining exactly what to expect and what is normal. So, so you're on my couch now. So what was weird about your upbringing? Come on. Um, where do, and, where and then do you can, I begin? And then you can grade my therapeutic, my therapy skills. Uh, oh, after okay. we've done. Just a well, few pretty minutes. Good. No, gonna... but that was a good, that was a good yeah, question. Yeah, yeah, there no, was, was some insight there. Um, what was weird about my family? Um, well, they, my father barely talked, hardly ever. Um, my mother was really aggressive and angry. Uh, she didn't trust people. And my brother was very um, not a social guy. And uh, 
I don't, I don't, I don't even, you know what, you know what happened to us? Like we lived in Manhattan, right? In Stuyvesant town. And it was really great the first few years because I was going to like a Manhattan public school in the Lower East Side and everybody was freaks and there was well, no judgment. Was and it PS19 by now? 20. Oh, PS 40, 40. PS40? What am I okay. saying? Yeah. 40. Sorry, I was just trying to show off, but it no, didn't work. No, yeah. 19 is that, that's near where you live. That's a uh, uh, First Avenue. It was Avenue, 20th yeah. Street, yeah, yeah. First yeah, Avenue, matter. whatever. Yeah. Anyway. So I, um, then my parents moved to the suburbs when I was eight and I was shitty at sports, no sports in New York City. And I was, you know, I didn't, it was like, I didn't have the right clothes. We didn't belong to a synagogue. My parents didn't, we're Jews, but they lived with all these Jews and they all had big houses and we had this little crappy apartment and I didn't have the right clothes and I didn't play sports. That's mm. like, you know. So you were the misfit? Yeah. And then, you know what really, really bothered me a lot? Um, in college, people used to call me space cadet. Ah, that's that, a compliment. I would have thought. Uh, well, I don't know because I was worried about mo- earning a living. They'd say like, "You're a space cadet. How are you going to move to New York and earn a living?" And blah blah blah. And I thought no one was taking. Me. I always thought people didn't take. People did not. It's not that I thought people did not take me seriously. Mm. And then um, in college, yeah, and so it just followed me, and I started going to shrink, trying to figure out why were I could I didn't see it. Why were people ask calling me space cadet. Like I didn't get it. And then finally one day I I confronted this woman at work in the bathroom why she had called me space cadet and she got really flustered. Oh, what was her answer? (laughs) She goes, well, look at the way you dress. We were standing in front of the mirror and she goes, well, look at the way you dress and look at the way I dress. Like she dressed... Oh, just because you happen to have a fishbowl on your head and a, and a space suit on, she calls you space cadet? I know, just because I was <laughs> so wearing judgmental. a clown suit? <laughs> That's Jesus. so judgmental. <laughs> but you didn't have any sort of like alcoholism or stuff like that. Oh, no, that like not at all. Abusive I or anything. No. It was just weird. No, I was always like, see, people, people... Like you, that you like you were saying, you feel underestimated. Like I think I'm way more on top of things than people expect because yeah. of like maybe my sense of humor, the way my voice is. I do like wearing, you know, I did like dressing kind of funky or whatever. And mm. I don't know what it. I honestly don't know. I just okay. don't fucking know. And I'm really mad at all those people who said that. Well, <laughs> well, you know what? They've probably had lots of nervous breakdowns. And and it just so happens. Let's see. Okay. It just so happens. I'm going to play some couple of songs about nervous breakdowns. All right. <laughs> this is. Before we have one. Before we have one. We might just have one live on air. That'll, that, that'll be, that'll be a first possibly. I might just I have could one. do it if you want. I could fake it pretty well. I, I could probably fake it. Yeah, maybe, maybe we'll yeah, have a maybe. tandem, a tandem one. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to start with playing the Rolling Stones 19th nervous breakdown. Oh, what's happening? Oh, here it is. Oh, no, I'm not. Evidently, mm-hmm. evidently I'm not. Live radios, ladies. I threw live- you, see, I threw you off by calling you a professional. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yes, that's always Well, we've d- been we we've been disillusioned here, thankfully. <laughs> right, absolutely. Like, I, like was I, I said, did I was I a 
ever intimidated by you? That's ridiculous. Well, I, oh, I, my I, I like, God. I like you saying that. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> my intimidating demeanor. Uh, I do have this intimidating. This oh, guy knows radio. Uh, <laughs> I have this intimidating demeanor. Uh, all five foot three and a third of me. But there you go. Hey, uh, <laughs> none of that matters. It's all in the park. <laughs> it's all in the park. Uh, here it is. I'm sitting with Jan Luke here at Radio Free Brooklyn. Sitting with me is Dr. Lisa. And here's the strolling bones. 19th nervous breakdown. I love this.
if you're close enough. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. All right, there, the great, the great little feat there, Teenage Nervous Breakdown. And that was preceded by The Strolling Bones and 19th Nervous Breakdown. And if you have just tuned in, you are uh, 43 minutes and 49 seconds into sitting with Jan Luca here at Radio Free Brooklyn. Sitting with me today is the great Dr. Lisa uh, who you can hear on Thursdays at 2 p.m. every single week here at Radio Free Brooklyn. Um, I really do want to thank you for listening. You could have been doing anything at all today, but you are listening to us. And for that, I am really eternally grateful. Um, like me if you can. <laughs> My Instagram account is sitting with GT. Feel free to contact me for any requests, anything whatsoever. I reply to everything and everybody. And I really do enjoy listening to it, to uh, 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 hearing from you because I take none of this for granted whatsoever. I should also say that Radio Free Brooklyn, we are a community station, which means we are Radio Free Brookline, and we need your help. Um, if you have any jingly jangly in your pocket, anything whatever, please drop it in the hat. We really need it. None of it goes to waste. We run teens pro- teen, uh, teen pro- programs in media literacy where we train teens to uh, do this sort of thing. And uh, we uh, have uh, bills to pay and all sorts of things. If you go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.com website, there are donate buttons all over the place. If you have no money, that's fine. (laughs) Neither do we. Um, Hit some likes. Tell your friends. Share, 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 share a like. And um, it will be hugely appreciated. We will carry you around on a uh, what do the what are those things called, uh, Doctor Lisa? Those things that they used to carry oh, queens yeah, around. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like one of those. Who's going to be doing the carrying though? I'm not doing that. You're not doing the carrying. I'll do no, the carrying. Ben, well, ben I'm a and bit Tom, short. maybe. Ben and Tom, because yeah, they're taller. <laughs> We're not will, doing any of that. I, I will do that. But. <laughs> Sitting with me Don't. today is Dr. Lisa. That, it's wonderful to have you here. And, and especially- oh, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah. I think I'm going to need a therapy session after this, though, with a real therapist. Oh, with a real I'm calling therapist, my though. therapist after this. I think I'm going to have a breakdown. Uh, yeah, that, I mean, two songs about breakdown and me being intimidating is what's <laughs> Spending an hour with you could drive anyone crazy, I think. Oh, oh it definitely <laughs> does, yes. <laughs> definitely- but in the best way possible. Well, if you need help, um, a call, get in touch with Dr. Lisa, actually, and she will put you on her couch uh, live on air and really, really break in. Did you have, you haven't had me on yet, yet, have you? No, no, we've tried. But you know what? I was thinking, actually, that you have a commitment issue. This is what I thought about you, because you won't agree to be on it unless I ask you, like, the day before. Yeah. And I have my show booked two months in advance, I sweetheart. I know. Yeah. I so don't I'm even like, understand. I have you in mind for like if somebody cancels last minute, okay. but otherwise you're going to have to make a commitment months in advance. Yeah. Yeah. That terrifies me. That terrifies I know, me. To I know. My timbers. I know. And I'm going to ask you about it if you ever get on the fucking show. Yeah. Oh, right. Like, like why do I <laughs> have gonna such get right in, We're going to get right into you. Why do I have such yeah, commitment yeah, issues? Yeah. Maybe that's why you're nervous about being on the show. Have you thought about it? No, I'm nervous about being in the show because it's two months. I don't even know what two months. I mean, that seems like like saying like 2026 or something. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, December 12th. Can you be on it? Oh, God. Hey, you know, tell. I'm, I'm breaking out. Can you, can you be on my show December 12th? I'm asking you now. 
Um, if you give uh, me a week's notice, you can cancel. You have to give me a week's notice. Uh, uh, see this? God, see this? Oh, okay, that's it. That's it. You, that's it. You can't do it. That's it. That's two months from now. Yeah, wow. you can't do it. I have to make like a real commitment. This is like marriage well, or something. Well, you, well, we'll get to that. That's nothing. <laughs> wow. Uh, if you can't make a commitment for two week two for two months in advance, I mean, Jesus, how do you even pick out an apartment to live in? Well, it took me three years to find mine. But <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you buy a pair of shoes? We got to um, talk about. We're gonna have to find out about this. What's that I, about? It's. I buy a pair of shoes. I, I've been there for hours, and then yeah. I I, uh, I just drag various females that are floating around the store, and I ask them, "How do I look in these?" Because as you, you well know. know, no, as you well know, men cannot buy. We cannot buy our own clothes. Oh, I know. I'm very well aware of it. <laughs> I have dressed many a man, and yes. I had a boyfriend that tried to like get me to dress him after we broke up. He used oh, to call me <laughs> to ask me which shirt and which pants that we that we had bought together should he wear. So he'd call you up and say, does this make my ass look fat? And no, he'd say like, what does a blue pants go with again? <laughs> Sad. I'm going to play, uh, um, um, we're going to play a couple of songs. Let me see what song, because Teens Take the Mics comes up in a little bit. So let me see, 3.30. I'm going to play, um, uh, let me see, next week... You are listening if you have just tuned in. Sorry for that little brief radio silence. Um, but you are listening if you have just tuned in. You're listening to Sitting with Jan Lucas. Sitting with me is Dr. Lisa. Thursdays, 2 p.m. Fantastic <laughs> shrink. You know, you've done more promoting for my show in one hour than I've done, I think, the whole year. This is great. I love this. Yeah, it's yeah. all about me. It's all about listening. It's not It's not sitting with Jan Luca. It's listening to Dr. Lisa, isn't it? It's all right. I'm going to charge you. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to charge you. I am there's no money the... in this. <laughs> there's, no, there's no money anywhere in this. We're trying to get money to keep the lights on. Are we you are, kidding? We are trying to get money to keep the, the lights, lights on. on. Um, I'm going to play uh, next week. I have a fantastic act coming in. Karen and the Sorrows, um, lesbian country band. And um, uh, they do the Gay City Opry uh, yearly. Fantastic singer-songwriter as well. Really very, very, very cool. So I, I'm going to play, let's see, we have, we have, no, I'm going to play something else because this is a longer song and I want to give Sammy from Teens Take the Mic a little bit of time to uh, to set up so she can get full. Uh, so instead, anyway, all that long ramble, I told you that to tell you this. What's this? Oh, I don't know what that is. Okay. That's cool. Again, live radio, ladies wow, and gentlemen. Wow, you really, the whole professional thing is just. Like, just went down the tubes. Well, just I tried. down. I this try, is good. I'm glad we, you know what? I this is glad. You. I feel much closer to you now, Gianluca. <laughs> I feel like all the veneer has just been stripped yeah. away, and you're just some guy sitting in a fucking chair with a mic and a pair of pair of headphones right. and that's yep. it that's yep. it that's yep. all you are i blagged my way into this i just like came off what? the street and said what's this button do <laughs> uh george Strait, cheaper than a shrink which is just about everything is cheaper than a shrink right? i was sitting in a chair at the h&r block 
Bean counting, pencil pusher, running up the clock. Said I've tallied up your numbers for the end of the year. And son, you spent a small fortune on liquor and beer. I said it's cheaper than a shrink. You don't have to think. Some high dollar quack Just a flip of the wrist And you're getting it done And getting just as messed up And having a lot more fun And it's cheaper than a shrink You don't have to think We just pour and drink Oh, it's cheaper than a shrink Me and her had this little problem between us Found the bridge, the gap between Mars and Venus She said, honey, I think we need to see a marital counselor I said, all we need to do is slam a case of 12 ounces Cause it's cheaper than a shrink You don't have to think Yes, cheaper than a shrink. Oh, that's my therapy right there. Cheaper <laughs> than a shrink. Cheaper, than, cheaper a, than a shitty shrink. No, cheaper than a shrink is the there's bartender. A, the bartender is cheaper than a shrink. That's what you know, he's saying. I don't I know. There's sliding scales. There's sliding scales. You can get a really good shrink cheap. If you uh, go to the right place. Oh, really? Yeah, but, but maybe can, not for like five bucks. But you can get a really good shot cheap if you I go to the right place. I would rather be drinking at a bar than sitting in a shrink's office. I mean, yeah, bottom absolutely. line. Absolutely. Who cares? Hello. Who cares? <laughs> yes, hello. Um, we're, oh, we're running out of time. It's 53 minutes and it's 54 minutes past the hour here at Radio Free Brooklyn, um, which means that if you have... Um, Oh, I should say, uh, no, if you have just tuned in, (laughs) you've just missed sitting with Jan Luca here at Radio Free Brooklyn. Sitting with me has been Dr. Lisa, the wonderful Dr. Lisa. Oh, my God. So much fun. Yeah, no, this is wonderful. Thank you. This is great. (laughs) And and I I would really encourage you to to tune in at Thursdays, 2 p.m., and um, and because uh, Dr. Lisa is truly you, wonderful. You really it's can't wonderful. promote me too much. You know that you just can't. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I won't. Sammy has just arrived. Yes, Teams Takes the Mic is on in just a minute. Um, uh, next week, Wednesday, 6 p.m., Karen and the Sorrows will be my guest. And the Karen and the Sorrows, lesbian country band, and they put on every year the um, Gay City Opera, Opry, and it's fantastic. She's a fantastic songwriter. And I'm going to play out there while uh, Sammy from Teens takes the mic. Uh, it starts to get uh, ready and prepped. And uh, here, well, let me just uh, make sure that I am uh, that I am being professional about this and cue up cue up the right song. So this is off her latest album, just got released last week, and it's "You're My Country Music" by next week's guest here at Sitting with Jan Luca, uh, Karen, and the Sorrows. 
Thank you.